Wayne Nelson back with you on Talk to the Experts. Sherry McMillan from McMillan Estate Planning is my guest today, and we've been discussing some recommended estate planning tools for 2023 and beyond. The McMillan team members will be hosting a virtual webinar Wednesday, January 11th at 6.30 p.m. and an in-person seminar Wednesday, January 25th at 6.30 p.m. Now, you'll need to register ahead of time. Just contact McMillan Estate Planning at one 833 266-6464 during weekday office hours or register online at mcmillanestate.com. Sherry, as we've been discussing today, there are some uh, changes to tax legislation coming up in the new year. We've talked about some strategies to address those, basically to be proactive, get your estate planning now uh, before uh, April's uh, tax deadline. Uh, one of them was the maximum tax actuarial range, or MTAR. The other one we just finished discussing was estate freeze. But there's an issue that really we need to address because it's winter here and a lot of people head south for, well, for the warmer climates and they need to be aware of how long they can stay. And I think there's a a misperception as to length of time out of country. Our snowbirds are wise to run away today. Um, But that being said, there's a lot of rules that can trap them and, you know, create a state tax they didn't account for or think about. So... One of the things uh, that I always suggest to families is don't presume that you can spend six months in the United States a year. You cannot. Um, the rule is really 121 days a year when you do the actual tax calculation. So they call it the 183-day th- rule, which would trick most of us. We'd presume that's mean six months. Sure. But the rule is a calculation to not add up more than 183 days based on the last three years you've spent in the United States. And they take a ratio of every year. And so it's not very difficult to get beyond the 183 days. So then people think, well, I'll just file the closer connection form and then that will save me and I won't have a problem. But the problem is you're just volunteering to the IRS that you're spending more than 183 days there and you're giving them all the information. So if you have a high net worth and they can prove in some measure or fashion when you die that you are there and resident, they will charge a state tax on your worldwide estate based on those number of days. That's the IRS? That's our IRS. And then you also would have CRA. That's right. So you would have a double taxation because there's no treaty between Canada and the United States that they would offset in your estate. So I've seen estates, sadly, based on snowboarding, just based on that fact alone, I've seen families lose up to 68% of their estate between the two jurisdictions. So you need to know the rules. You cannot misunderstand or misinterpret these rules. So for example, let's say you go down and you buy a, a nice property in California. I have clients that have properties there. You buy a million dollar property and you think, okay, well, I'm set. Well, the problem is if you buy a million-dollar property personally, you actually owe a state tax on the first spouse passing in the United States, not on the second, which is what would happen in Canada. And the reason is, is you don't have a rollover in the United States. You're not a U.S. citizen. So you trigger a state tax on first on the first death of the first spouse. So there's all kinds of tricky rules when you're buying U.S. property or when you're spending too much time there. And... They also encourage us to spend time there, obviously. Oh, sure. They want the money. That's right. So we have to be very cautious that we don't accidentally 
we call it becoming accidentally American, because if you're accidentally American, you may have inheritance tax that you didn't, you know, account for or plan for in your estate, even between a husband and wife that are snowbirds. So the rule of thumb is before heading off for your winter sojourn south, check with you, Sherry, or your team members at McMillan Estate Planning, because really, uh, that's the the nice part about McMillan Estate Planning. You have everything under one roof. You've got tax experts. You've got uh, experts in international taxation as well, not just Canadian taxation, but uh, UK, uh, US, uh, other countries. Yeah, I'm. We're really blessed. Our corporation is very comprehensive in it, being able to help and facilitate families because. Families have become international by, you know, natural organic situations. So they snowbird, their kids go to school abroad in Europe or in America. So we have citizenship issues. We've got assets in Ontario and assets in BC. So it's not straightforward anymore. We have multiple estates and multiple beneficiaries and multiple jurisdictions. So it's, I always say it's like trying to play Monopoly and Scrabble all in one game. It's not straightforward, so you do need to do your homework and your and have professional assistance, so you don't get, you know, your hand caught in the cookie jar with one of these government agencies and owe an exorbitant amount of tax that you could have easily corrected just by knowing the rules in advance. Sherry, we're coming up towards the end of this show, so let's talk a little bit about the information session. Well, we like to share case studies with families during the information presentations because. We think uh, case studies help our families understand the opportunities that are available to them in a more practical way. So there's nothing like learning from the masses than wisdom. And because we've worked with so many lovely families over the years, each family we've built a very unique customized plan for. So we've never built the same plan twice. So we'd like to share these case studies of how you can customize your estate plan. So For example, if you do have a child with addiction, how do you build a trust with a child for addiction? Well, we actually share case studies about this particular issue. What if your spouse doesn't have any money management skills? How do you solve those types of issues? So it's not only the tax and the law that we're concerned about. It's the practicality of each family's unique situation so that the plan is functional and practical for that particular family. So we are... Um, very excited about our presentations because we think by imparting this wisdom to families, they themselves can see the wonderful opportunities they have to build a plan that will work, a plan that will keep harmony, a plan that will minimize tax, a plan that will keep their wealth in their bloodline, a plan that will support their retirement and make them feel free. So, you know, to us, estate planning is exciting. It's about life And we like to share those examples with families so that they can borrow and beg and steal whatever is helpful for them. Sure. How long does it take to create an estate plan? Or is it different? Again, each estate plan is different. So I imagine that the time frame is is also different for each plan that you design. Yeah, traditionally, I say, Wayne, most families take around a few months to six months max to do their estate planning. And we have a number of sessions that we take them through. Um, A lot of things they've never considered or thought about, we bring forward. Um, And we're also co-creative with them about safeguarding their significance and making sure that those dreams and values that they have are going to be guarded for their own retirement first and foremost. And then again, those values are going to be retransposed into the next generation. So it's not a mathematical experience. Um, it's much more joyous than that. In my, uh, you know, feedback from our clients, they said we didn't know we would have so much fun because we're playing Monopoly and we're dreaming. 
And so, you know, it should be that kind of experience for you as a family. You didn't work this hard to look at it purely mathematically. You look at, you look at it from why did you create it and why are, what do you want to do with it to have an impact in your own life and your family and the community? One of the things that we didn't discuss today, Sherry, and we just have a, a minute or two, charitable giving, and, and I know that's something that's near and dear to your heart, and it really should be part of a planning strategy for, for everybody. Why? Absolutely, because most of us, as we shift into retirement, there is a psychological need we all have to give back to our communities. And the blessing of that is it also saves us exorbitant amounts of tax. So it's a twofold win-win situation. All right. If you need some more information, again, a couple of sessions coming up. The first one, Wednesday, January 11th at 6.30 p.m. This one is a virtual webinar. And there's an in-person seminar, January 25th. Sherry, I know you get excited about the in-person seminars. I do. I think it's very enjoyable for families to come and chat with each other, too, about their issues. And we do a little bit of a pre-presentation. We go around and meet the group, and then we find out what's pressing and important to them, and then we make sure that we present those particular issues for them as a family group coming into the presentation. Opportunity for questions and answers. Absolutely. Sherry, it has been a pleasure once again. Always, Wayne. Thank you. You're welcome. Good estate planning is about protecting those assets, maximizing wealth, and minimizing tax. If you don't have an estate or life plan, or if you just need some further insight or advice about those kind of strategies for 2023 and beyond, well, here's your opportunity to have your questions answered by the Macmillan Estate team members. They'll be hosting a virtual webinar Wednesday, January 11th at 6.30 p.m. and an in-person seminar Wednesday, January 25th at 6.30 p.m. To register, contact Macmillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 or visit their website at macmillanestate.com. I'm Wayne Nelson for Sherry McMillan. Thanks for joining us on Talk to the Experts.